Hello, and welcome to the Confident Healer Podcast. I'm Sharmila Molly. I'm a self-love expert, an intuitive healer, and also your hostess for this podcast. You are about to hear inspirational, uplifting, and soulful conversations about the ins and outs of having confidence, maintaining self-love, and sanity as we answer the calling of being a healer and running a business. I would really appreciate it if you could help me grow this podcast by telling others about it and by becoming a patron by donating monthly or giving a generous one-time donation. When you donate, it lets me know that you love what I'm doing and by donating, you are supporting me, a healer running a small business. You can find the PayPal link on theconfidenthealer.net and in every show note. So thank you so much for being here and let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Confident Healer podcast. I'm your hostess, Sharmila Molly, and I am the founder of the nine month Confident Healer Reiki training program. And this is part three of the Akashic Records series. So I have a few questions today that I will ask the founders of the Akashic Record. And so I've or so I've opened up the records before I started recording. I'm gonna do this live because in the pre sometimes I will do the reading, write it down, write down the answers, and then read them. And so this time I thought I would do it save myself a little bit of time <laughs> and do it while I was recording. So this person wants to know what is my current relationship with death? <sighs> so I'm getting it's an it's an exploration of the unknown and moving past your fear of that final finality of life because this path that you're on is showing you that there are many dimensions to your soul, to life, and that death is just a change. It's a transformation. And it's becoming, you're becoming more and more peace with, with death. Um, with that part of life you're getting um you're getting more more comfortable with the idea that there's more to death than just looking at it as an ending it's more of a continuation of a soul's process and while being you in this human body incar incarnated, it's been, you know, obviously it's been hard to deal with loved ones passing on. And you're just, you're learning more about grief and that there's many ways to express it and many ways to move through it. And more and more you'll see that the grief that you've experienced and some of the conflicting feelings, anger, 
loss and compassion for yourself about accepting that this is part of life is birth and death and rebirth and that can happen in a lifetime whether you're changing partners or lifestyles or closing one chapter of your life and opening another you know there's constant regeneration that you're that a person can go through if they if they allow that if or if not they just um have their <laughs> have a death of hope and fall into a depression for them because they can't accept the changes that have happened in their life or 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 don't want to change just really want to hold on to what they know is true and this is an old paradigm for you that you are passing through this is a think of it as you know accepting and understanding more about grief that goes along with the death of a loved one as they pass through this life into the into some someplace else next for them where their soul's journey goes to you know you're you're crossing that veil that threshold and being able to reach out and be in that same space as a person when they experience death even though that's um the process of dying is 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 a different experience and one you may only experience once hopefully <laughs> or sometimes some people experience you know they they have a death and they they are able to be brought back um because their life isn't over but the space that they are talking about of that soul's expression and being in that same space of that whether you're doing meditation or some of the other some of the other spiritual work that you're doing so one of the things they're saying is to allow yourself to have the courage to communicate with some of the loved ones that have passed um, because that's something that that you've come up against and have some fear about that, which is completely normal to have because that's a, that's a bit of a realm that is a little foreign to you and, and maybe a little scary because of who you might be communicating with. But if you're, if you have your intention there of communicating with a person you know, that, you know, who is, who has passed on and communicating with them. So they're, what they're talking about is mediumship and to explore that because it's something that you've been wanting to do. And if you're looking for a validation, well, here's your validation of exploring death through mediumship. So there's, I think that's all that they have. Let's see if there's anything else. Yeah, so they just want to sum up that your relationship to death is a beautiful process of accepting and having compassion for yourself for all the feelings of, of the grief that you've been experiencing and 
knowing that there's like, there's like a there's, there's a comfort level of oh, okay there's there's something more it's not just you know a body's in the grave and that's it that there is there's there's a journey that the soul is going on and that part that communication part of communicating with some with a loved one that has passed on is is a gift that's waiting to be explored and they encourage you to do that and that's that's all they have to say for that question and the next question is this person wants to know what is my current relationship to materialism well it just seems that your current relationship is you don't need much in terms of materialism it's just more about having the funds to do the experience to have certain experiences um, instead of you know an expensive shoes or clothes or purses or cars or anything like that you know as long as your basics are met you'd rather spend money on your own self-growth and travel and giving to organizations that are close to your heart. You know, so there's a lot of, you know, you'd rather spend money to give to someone else to benefit from or an organization to benefit from. Okay, and that is all I have. That's all the information I'm getting from for that question. And then this person wants to know, do I have any specific chakras that tend to be, that tend to become blocked? Are any of my chakras currently blocked? Hmm. Well, it seems that expression, so throat and heart can tend to be blocked when you, well, you, you, turn it off. You turn those off sometimes um, because being out in public, being around a lot of people can be overwhelming for you. So that is when you um, tend to shut those down to kind of make yourself small so that you can just do something like going grocery shopping you know, going to a store or being in an airport or something like that. So those, those tend to be blocked. Um, third chakra. Yeah. Mo like from the third and up 10, you tend to shut those down when you're, when you're out and about. And then, and then it's important to come back home and be in your private space to go back and, and and balance those through through like a meditation or something mm. and to it's it'll be a process for you to unlearn how how you're doing that it's like you kind of put a cloak over your head that covers down to your waist when you go out in public or when you know you have to be around a lot of people and so just 
they're saying to to unlearn that because it's it's just so habitual to you kind of making yourself small that it's okay for you to take up space and to know that you know you're learning how to have boundaries when you're out and about um in large in large gatherings of people and that you know there's just you know you're not the same person you were 10 years ago so you don't you're learning tools to help you expand your boundaries and not and not shrink or contract yourself that to trust that trust that you know your your highest self your your soul knows how to filter and to protect protect yourself when out in public like you could put they're sh they're showing like a like a really simple visualization of of seeing like a dome that that protects you and that everything just kind of bounces off so to, to trust that visualization that that will work so you don't have to shrink down you don't have to shut anything off to in order to function to do you know just a, a thing of you know something that everyone does is go to going to the market or large gatherings or parties or or whatever type of where people gather that you it's time for you to learn a different way and stop making yourself small when you go out and about and the next question that I'm getting is how can I embrace being human more fully? <laughs> so we'll end with that. Um, so these, all, all these questions are from one person. <laughs> so that's why it pays folks to, it doesn't cost you anything. You can send me as many questions as you would like. And I will, if you know, to, to make an episode, I will use all, I'll go through all of them. So this is actually the same person uh, that asked that asked all these questions. And so it has to do with the previous question, what they're about their, uh, about their chakras. And so this relates back to that question uh, about embracing. So they're just saying to, Again, trust, trust yourself and trust your highest self that you can figure out ways of being out in public um, and not making, you know, to stop making yourself small, going out in public and just having more trust that you will be able to, that you'll be able to handle being yourself fully out in the world, out in, I, I mean, it's just, it's just like, I just keep seeing like, like a Whole Foods, <laughs> like a big grocery store like that and, and walking, you know, into, into that type of place with like, there's like hundreds of people milling around all different types of personalities and that just trusting 
that you're human and to move past the fear of feeling everything around you that you can ground yourself and use that same protection shield that, um, what was it? It was like a, what did they say? It was like a globe around you so that it just, it doesn't penetrate and that you can walk tall and, and, and feel good about yourself and about being in the world. And, and, and affirm that you are not, you're just here to shop. This is not a healing session that you can interact with people, pass by people without absorbing their energy without having it affect you and, you know, be like a, you know, cause you're, you tend to be like a sponge and absorb other people's energy. And there's a time and a place for that. But when you're out in public, you can really, it's just, it's really a matter of, of trusting and it's going to be some trial and error of holding a space for yourself and calling in your divine guides to help you navigate when you're out in public and say to, you know, to affirm that you can be yourself. You can be as big as you want and And that you can go out into the world and feel, only feel yourself. And if you feel any energy, feel other people's energy to send it back to kind of like a, with like a, like a tennis ball, you know, just like when it comes into your court, just hit it back and put up the steel wall. Like, nope. I'm not taking on anybody's energy today. And they're, um, they're letting me, so this isn't part of the reading. This is just, I remember the story of this, uh, this woman I met, um, she used to do, um, she started out as a medium and, um, started doing other types of energy work. But when she was doing just medium work, she was really hermited because she was so sensitive and she used to do like radio, you know, she used to do radio shows and do readings on radio shows. And, um, she worked a lot from home. And so it was very rare that she came out and it just happened to be, there was a new metaphysical bookstore opening in, in town at the time. And that's where I met her. And I, I went to her, a few of her classes and she would talk about like how she would go into Costco and because, because she's a medium and, um, and super empathic, she would always protect herself and make herself invisible when she would go out. And so she'd be standing in line and she just, you know, people, people would just, would just get in front of her. And so finally someone had said something and, and she was just like, Oh my God, why is everybody like skipping me in line? She's like, excuse me. I was in line. They're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you. 
And somebody said to her, you know, somebody was standing in line. It's like, oh, it's like, it's like you put your invisible cloak on. And she's like, you know what? Actually, I did today. And that's what she would do. She would put on an invisible cloak. And maybe yours doesn't have to be invisible so that people don't, you know, like run into you or skip you in line if you're waiting for, you know, to check out is to cloak yourself with something that bounces off other people's energy. So you don't, so you don't, um, absorb theirs. So just relating that story, uh, because that worked, that worked well for her and she's just envisioned it as an egg. So, you know, a cloak, you know, cloaking her, her body, her energy field. And yeah, that was pretty interesting when she said that. I never tried it. Um, but you know how I, you know how I don't, for those of you who don't know Costco, it's this huge warehouse store. It's probably like, I don't know, at least, I don't know, hundreds of hundreds. I want to say there's probably like a, like a thousand people just milling around with including employees in there. Um, so it's just a lot of people, a lot of energy, big space, you know, shelves stacked to the ceiling. It's, it's a, a humongous, a retail retail store. And, you know, she would go in there to, to buy stuff and, and in order to protect herself, because she knew that, you know, how empathic she was and how much energy she would absorb from people and, you know, hearing, you know, their, their loved ones, you know, trying to get their attention. She's like, no, 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 (laughs) I'm shopping today. I'm not working. And she would put her invisible cloak on. So they're just seeing two. He's like, they're saying you don't have to, you know, go to that, you know, um, extreme of making yourself invisible, but, but just, you, you can just do it with your intention, not even having to use a, now they're changing it. See how they change, how the energy shifts. Um, you don't have to necessarily put a shield up. They are saying you can just with your intention, like I am not a sponge. I am, I am going to be able to go out. I can be as big as I want to be with all my chakras open and healthy. And I have healthy boundaries and I am here to shop and strike up a conversation. Are these cherries good? Is this fresh? When is this coming in? (laughs) And not feel heavy when I leave from absorbing other people's energy that I, any energy that comes at me, I request that they, that they go back to where they came from. And you know, when you have enough experience now where you know, when that's starting to happen, just like, you know, just with the tennis, like you, like you have a tennis racket, like energetically, just like push it, you know, volley it back to them. So thank you to this person for their questions today for making this episode so interesting. And I hope with a lot of times these readings um, with these types of questions, even though they were for this person, it might, it'll definitely be able to apply to you. You can definitely garner some wisdom out of it. So hopefully it, this episode has helped you in some way. If it has, please let me know. 
you can send me an email info at ohireiki.com. It is in the show notes as well, how to spell it. That's it for our show today. My name is Sharmila Mali. This is the Confident Healer Podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can find information about the guest or any links I referenced in the show notes. And would you help me grow the show by doing these two things? One, sharing the podcast with someone that you think needs to hear it. And two, supporting the podcast by becoming a patron and giving monthly or make a one-time generous donation. It helps me grow the show and I can just focus on making great episodes for you. You can listen, find the show notes and the PayPal link to donate all in one convenient location theconfidenthealer.net. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you next week.